It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning or good afternoon. Everybody, thank you for coming. Oh, baby. 300 tickets sold for today's event. So thank you all so much. This is crazy. This is crazy. What a lineup. Hey, who was here last night? We had a lot of people hey. here last night. All right, all right. Well, listen, we've got uh, our all-star panel shows up for you today. So enormous, uh, some enormous names. And we'll just, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but, you know, we'll kind of let them roll out as they, as they come. I'm not going to tease yeah. anybody beforehand. Um, the one thing I do want to say is if, before we get started here, if you would like to buy any merch, go see our boy Robert Malloy. Right in the three. back. Right in the back up there. We've got merch there for you. Can we get a round of applause for yeah, Robert Malloy? Woo! The other thing I want to say is that we are having an after party tonight at Isabel's on King West. You can get your tickets for that or you can buy them at the door. So we're going to be all hanging out there. I think most of the crew, Julian's invited oh, yeah. half of the city, I think, at this point. Everyone's coming. Yeah, out. so yeah. this no, is going to no. be good. Julian invited Dom LeCision. Who invited? Who then invited. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be a fun time. So we hope to see you there as well. So shall we sit down and have a little bit of fun? And, uh... Adam Copeland can't be here. Yeah. Unfortunately. Aww. I yeah. asked him, I'm like, can I confirm? He goes, yep. And then he unconfirmed. You know what? Unfortunately. But you know whose fault that is? Me. No. Who? Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh, it Gary's is very fault? literally Gary Bettman's fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what so, happened with that? Uh, he's got to do an interview, uh, something with the NHL network, I think. Mm. And they're kind of paying for him to be here. So oh, okay. we lost that tiebreaker pretty good. Yeah. So, that's fair. We were trying to jump on their thing. That's fine. Yeah, but there are other people we're not paying to be here who will be on stage Yeah, that's soon, right. That's right. Including his mom. <laughs> so who's got tickets to the game today? Okay, well, yeah. So oh, expensive, wow. right? Not Very a lot. Expensive. Not a lot. Got yeah, all right. That's good. That's they, good. They aren't cheap. They no, are not. So I'm not surprised. They are yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. And, and who, did you guys go check out Fanfare as well across the street? Fanfest, yeah? yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? Did you see the big Cheeto glove? All that? Yeah, yeah. Listen, there's a lot of corny activations around the All-Star game. That one got me. It won me over. Well, it's, it's a giant cheat. Should we tell them, Jesse? Uh, the, the, how they sent him a glove? Yeah. Yeah. That's why he, yeah, that's why he likes a it. Glove. He got a free glove out of it, but just one. A glove. A glove and a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> what, what's great, so they put, like, sticky orange stuff on it to be, like, Cheeto dust. But if you, you put it on and you're like, this is the lightest glove I've ever worn. And it's comfortable, and it's really flexible. And you look on the side, and it says lightning. And I'm like, is this a pro stock glove? Is it? Yeah. Oh. And then, so I put it on when I was at hockey last week, and I didn't try at all. And I think it was the glove's fault. Oh, stop it. <laughs> what? Hi. Hi. It's picking up. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys think of the, the skills comp last night? Did you catch a lot of it? 
No, we were here for some of it. Yeah, we were here for some of it. The parts that I caught, I liked. I thought the obstacle course, people were bragging on the obstacle course. I'm like, this is hard. I don't know what, this is really hard, especially at the speeds that they're going. Um, As far as All-Star Weekends, and I know I'm not the only one, I find them usually really boring. Uh, And and I thought last night's was so much better than the Thursday night draft. Uh, I think they missed the mark. They missed the mark with the draft, by the way. And by the way, just so we know, I I normally start every podcast like this. If you like something, feel free to cheer for it. Okay, so let me hear you cheer. Yeah. Okay, so you're good at that. If you don't like something, definitely boo. Let me hear you do that. Uh, All right, all right. Everybody boo producer Drew. Producer Boo. Where is he? He's always right there. Boom. There he is. Boo. Drew Earns. I think when you when you get to the 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 All Star thing, obviously it's it's great locally, right? It's I what we've been talking about is how do we make this great on television for fans? And the NHL solution to that is let's just not do it next year. <laughs> and so they're doing the Four Nations Cup, so some of hockey, yeah. uh, Canada, United States, Sweden, Finland. So we're not going to see this for a while. Kucherov won't be there, so no. he doesn't have to try. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's a great thing, you know. Man, I don't. Has any other player ever been booed at an all-star game? I mean... Ever. Maybe. May, who? He is a lazy bum. <laughs> like, people are like, he probably wants to... I don't care what he wants to do. He's on a $76 million contract. By the time he He lives in a state states, that pays no tax, by the way. Yeah, so. like, and, like, by the time it's all said and done, he will have made over $100 million. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> I do not care. It's the all-star game. You know who else could have been on vacation? Connor McDavid, who yeah. campaigned for the thing, who actually tried and won. Funny that. And uh, uh, friggin' uh, Connor Bedard, when was his last solid meal? Dude's oh, yeah. got a busted jaw, can't play in the game, showed up anyway, 18 years old. 18 year olds don't have anywhere to be right? They don't have lives to lead and friends to hang out with, but I'm supposed to feel bad for a guy who has two cups and a hundred mil in the bank? Shut up! No. I do not care. I mean, fair. And the competition he didn't try in lasted 45 seconds. You're asking him to care for 45 seconds. He, he basically, that's a shift in the NHL, yeah. right? Pierre-Luc yeah. Dubois can talk to us about that. Go to any music store in the city. There's a lot of them. And buy the most expensive violin you can find. <laughs> I do not care about his feelings. No. Try. Everyone else did. Everyone else had some fun. You grump. As we talked about. That's the- my Kucherov rant. I got it out of the way. I've had three espressos. I'm on one. <laughs> there you go. What were you going to say, Jess? You feel bad for the fans because, as we said, the tickets aren't cheap. You know, you bring no. kids to those games and you show up and you have a guy out there making millions of dollars who isn't giving any. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, listen, I, I think the, the funniest thing, and listen, Tampa beat us in the playoffs. We beat them in the playoffs. They've got more cups recently. Recently. But... We will always be the city that booed Kucherov when he put in a big effort. And I like that. I like that. I'm the, I'm the fan that likes that. Now, uh, we got to bring out our first guest for the All-Star panel. Uh, this is somebody whose house we started this show in. Okay? This is 10, 11 years ago. 2013. That's right. Uh, she's my mother. Her name is Marilyn Dennis. Mom, can you come out, please? Where are you? Where are you? 
She's coming. There it is. I don't know. We're making, making us wait. Here she is. <laughs> What am I doing here? <laughs> right there? Okay, okay, good. Hi, guys. Am I there? Where next, am I? next to your son. Next yeah, to your yeah, son. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Whose classes are these? That's okay. Steve's. It's okay. Oh, okay. Right, he can't right. see anyway. Oh. It doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. I can oh, hold oh. that for you. There All you right. go. All right. I'm so, so happy to be here for the NHL. NFL? NHL. Wow. Wow, that hurt. Wow, that hurt. Um, so I, I guess Steve and Jesse really want to take control of this particular oh, okay. event. because. Awesome. <laughs> so you're going to have to swivel that way. Okay. Uh, because I guess I, I was like, do I need to prep anything? And Jesse said, no, no, no. We're just here to embarrass oh, you. No. Okay, good. Well, listen, <laughs> I went to high school with your son. As you know, he had a very illustrious high school career. Yeah. Yeah. And I just... <laughs> I want, I want to know, what things did you think he would be instead of a podcast host? I thought he was going to be my basement dweller for the rest of his life. <laughs> I thought he was going to be, beside podcasting? Yeah. I knew broadcasting was in there. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. But I didn't even know what a podcast was. Me neither. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But what did I think he was going to be? Probably something in broadcasting. Okay. A great, he's a good writer, by the way. Yeah. Did, oh, did Rockstar ever occur to you? Because he was in oh. several bands that I paid <laughs> to see. I went to the Elma Combo. Was so, that the Revelers at the Elma Combo? That was Combo? the Revelers. I was there, too. Right. Yes. I was yes, there, too. Did yeah. you have the T-shirt with the stolen construction sign? No. I did not have that. But, so, I, but I really loved the band. I thought the band was great. Oh, she's they, lying, by the way. Had so many, she's lying. Was, she's completely lying. <laughs> 18? That was a good song. I think Brass Rail Lady was my uh, favorite yeah, song. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we wrote, okay, this is embarrassing. So we tried to write our own songs, and predictably, they were all bad. Yeah. Um, but one of them, we, we wanted to imagine, we were like 17, never been to a strip club before, but we'd seen the Brass Rail, so we thought we'd write a song about it. And boy, had we never been to a strip club before. <laughs> You, it was like a love song. Terrible, terrible. terrible. That was terrible. cute. So yeah. one of the most important moments of Adam's career is his tenure at Ryerson University. No. Uh, formerly Ryerson, now TMU. Uh, Adam did not graduate. He, he dropped out. And I just want to hear from... Yeah, round of applause for dropping out. Two-time dropout. Two-time. And I'd love to hear from his mother yeah. the moment Adam came to you. And it, was it psychology, philosophy? No, it was, what it happened? was called, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, you didn't have the grades to make RTA. We yeah. like you. So we're going to put you in this BSBA, uh, which is like a bullshit BA program. Okay. Uh, and excuse me to all the kids in the audience, especially him, Benji. Hello. Hi, uh, is that Benji? <laughs> he's so cute. Aww, uh, and Benji. so it, it was a philosophy light. Okay. Yeah, you so, can imagine me in a philosophy program. And I love paying for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the moment Adam Loved came to it. you and he said, I'm going to drop out of university, what was that like? It was heartbreaking. <laughs> it, was, it was like, okay, all right, all right. And I called my sister, who's a teacher, and she said to me, okay, don't, don't freak out because maybe he'll find something else. Maybe that's not his thing. I thought, maybe that. Okay, so how did I feel? I felt, um, I felt sad. I felt sad. Come on. 
very sad as a mother. But then I was, that was happy. A good sad sound. But yeah. then I thought. Then I thought to myself, wait a minute. He's not going to waste a lot of money, continuing on with this continuing education, and then not do what he wants to do. How do you like that? Okay. I turned it around. Yeah. I turned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, being a being a high school teenager is awkward because you're a boy, not yet a man, and, but you think you're a man and. You think you have responsibilities and everything, but I remember going to Scarborough Town Center and ha asking my mom to buy me Rockaware jeans because oh yeah, I was really cool. Oh yeah, as you know, when Adam was a front man, he wore leather pants on stage, <laughs> and I need to know, did he? I was slim. Use his own money to buy those leather pants. I had nothing to do with that purchase. You had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I had nothing. Where did you get them? They were on sale at a store called Danier. <laughs> Which okay. doesn't exist anymore, but yeah, I went to Danier Leather and I went to the, I went to the 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 because I couldn't afford. The, like, what was I doing in there? It was yeah. like Pretty Woman, but but less yeah. less attractive. And uh, I, so I go to the the section where they're you know blowing stuff out, and there was some yeah. jeans there, and I think I think I'll or buy not some jeans, leather. Sorry, yeah, leather pants, yeah. and and yeah, I tried them on and they right. fit. And so I was like, so well, these I, are the ones. I arrived to your concert medium. Medium. <laughs> But <laughs> As I said, I was slimmer, okay? You have to imagine me with <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I have them now. Oh, you do? Yeah, there you go. But I went, I, went, I went to the concert, and I saw you, and I said to my girlfriends, where did he get those? That's all I, I just right. don't remember. That's so here's what I want to know. You look good, though. You look good. So we start, uh, Steve and I, I, I moved back from Calgary. Steve and I start this show. We hadn't even met Jesse yet, but we did start the show in... Uh, at, at Rogers for about two seconds, and then we got a, a pizza sponsor. Yes. So then we got to, you guys remember Panago Pizza? Um, yeah, we tried to get them back. They're not spending money anymore. It's weird. Um, but uh, we, we were in your basement because we couldn't be at Rogers with a sponsor. So what did you think we were doing down there? Like, what did you think of what we were doing down there? Well, I, there was a thing called a podcast. Yeah. I looked it up. I thought, okay, this is a different way of broadcasting. There was a bunch of moving boxes downstairs. You had moved in. Yeah. I mean, you were in between all those moving boxes. But the thing that got me the most is I would wake up the next day and I'd see that Steve Simmons was in our basement. Yes. Steve Simmons came to the house. He came to the house. And so did Richard. Richard Petty, former CEO of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. So I see them on the <laughs> stairs and go, did they come to the house? Yeah. Well, did you tidy up? No. What did you feed them? Nothing. They brought their own coffee. I'm like, I know these guys. What are you doing? And I was upstairs sleeping while yeah. you did that. Yeah. yeah. But that's what, and then after a while, I realized that you guys didn't really have a food budget. Mm -hmm. So I started going buying his sandwiches. <laughs> Do you remember the sandwiches? That's I forgot Steve, about the sandwiches. Some sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> that's when Steve was still waiting on his paycheck from the KHL. Yes, oh, no, was. That was a, that's a true story. He had no money. Story? That's a true story. What? Tell us. I worked for a uh, really reputable league, mostly based in Russia, called uh, the Continental Hockey League. <laughs> oh, I don't know that. And they owed me uh, a oh. life-changing amount of money. 11 like, grand. It was like $11,500 when I was 25. And they waited six months to pay me. And I thought I was never going to get it. And when the day I finally got it, I, I phoned up my... Uh, uh, fiance at the time, now wife, and I was like, let's go buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Risk Housing. taker. House prices were different back then, weren't they? <laughs> a little. A little. Uh, we went to Oshawa. The other thing, and I think this is kind of uh, funny, uh, is that, um, you know, mom grew up, mom was born in Edmonton, so there are some Oilers jerseys here today. 
right. So we got some. Oh, what are we? Are we booing Edmonton? Come on, it's the All Star Game. We can boo on them later. On principle. Uh, on principle. Okay. So you're born in Edmonton, but two weeks later, family moves to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right. And that's really your home city. That's my home city. And yeah. so when you were growing Let's up. Let's for Pittsburgh. Oh come on, get it up for Pittsburgh. <laughs> Boo! Why are we booing Pittsburgh? <laughs> Why are we booing? I think is it the Dubas thing? It might be the Dubas thing. <laughs> yeah. Is it because of Crosby? Is yeah. Frank Saravalli here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you were your first hockey game wasn't in Pittsburgh. You At went the Civic Arena. You oh, it was. Yeah. You went to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just one game. Just one game. Back in the 1970s. It. Yeah. And then you moved to Calgary. Your family moves to Calgary. My dad buys Calgary Flames tickets. Can't get enough. He bought. Seven tickets. Why not eight? I don't know. And what, what blows my mind is they used to go, they used to play this, uh, this arena called the Corral, which had 5,000 people. Does That's that right. sound familiar? That's where uh, I saw Gretzky first play. Right. And yeah. what was that like, going to see a game, Gretzky in the 80s? It was, it was awesome because the Corral was really, uh, you know, I mean, it had such history behind it, and it was really intimate. And it was really, my dad took me to this game. And the reason why my dad took me to this game is quite funny. Because he, I was going through my first divorce, Runs in the family. <laughs> That's where you got and it And he didn't know how to talk to me about it. So between the second and third period, he said, so how's everything going with the divorce? He said, really good. Great. And that was it. <laughs> that was the conversation. Now let's go back to Gretzky. That was it. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. Mom used to tell me a story, too, that the... The corral is, is like an old barn. I, I remember when I lived out there, I saw really? Flo Rida and Pitbull there. Yeah. It was a Virgin Radio event. And uh, the, the organist used to be in the crowd. So she That's would be right. sitting there yes. playing the organ yeah. in the middle of the crowd, and people yeah. would go up and, and request songs from her, which is kind of neat. That's really yeah, cool. Isn't yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. Like a jukebox? Yeah, like literally, yeah. she'd be playing the organ with everybody around her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I got to say... And you sat on benches, too. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, so Mom, listen, uh, thank you for giving us the space downstairs in your very nice basement. Yeah. Round of applause. <laughs> to start all this, because without that, there would be no this. So thank you. Am I the founder and CEO of the SDPN podcast? <laughs> I feel that I am. I feel that I am. I, I love the fact that it's grown so much. I still don't know what you do. But I'm really happy for all of you. Thanks for having me, everybody. Thanks, guys. Woo! All right, so is it time for us to bring out our, our next guest? Is it? Are sure. We at, are we at time? Okay, Let's now, Jesse, you're staying out for this one, aren't you? Yeah, I'm okay. staying out with our next guest. All right, and that would be, do you know? Drew Livingstone <laughs> and Cam Stewart. Get a boo! <laughs> Man, he's the heel. Boo! Uh, yeah, I like Batman, I like it. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna get. You can sit in the middle there. All right. You gotta be like, we have a trade to announce. You're gonna wanna hear this. And then get booed anyway. Fair, fair. So, for those of you not familiar, this is producer Drew. He's been yes, on the. Yeah! Hey, cheers! Cheers! Yeah, yeah! There are some cheers. Been on the SDP quite a bit this week with Maddie away. Yeah. You've been chiming in. You joined I love our all draft. the comments like, where the fuck is Maddie? Why, why is Drew here? <laughs> And this is Cam Stewart. Hey! Let's go Leafs! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, hey! They host Drew and Stu. Yep. yep. Our football betting podcast. Oh, we bet it all. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ladies basketball, cricket, golf, anything. If it moves, we bet on it. Yeah, Cam's like the Russian ping pong three in the morning kind of better. Yeah. I'm more of a... <laughs> yeah. I'm not that big of a degenerate, but... I am, yeah. I like a rack of ribs at four o'clock in the morning after my show last night watching today. Forensic right. Files. Yeah, we got a lot of issues, Jesse. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Lots of issues. So I think we got to take a step away from yeah. hockey for a little bit and touch on the Super Bowl coming up next week, you know, and the biggest storyline around the Super Bowl is obviously Taylor Swift. Uh. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, so you have... I couldn't care less about Taylor Swift struggling. Me and Drew are probably the only meatballs in Joe Montana back there who we just met, the F1 driver. Yep. We're betting San Francisco because you know Tim what? Haraney. We're idiots. That's why. Yeah. So you have some very strong feelings about Taylor Swift? No, actually, my girlfriend's a huge Taylor Swift fan. And she, it's actually not her fault that they put the camera on her. What did she ever do to anybody? Yeah! It's a fu fucking media's fault. Go. Leave her alone. I don't like Mahomes' wife. She's annoying, and she wouldn't be my friend. That chick, she's got major issues, bro. So, all right, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song then, Cam? I don't know. I, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I, I'm from the 90s. Like, I, I listen to, like, Pearl Jam. Like, I, I'm, dude, I, don't, I have no... You talk to me about artists, like, I still have a CD player at home. And Drew, you, man. you are a little bit more familiar with Taylor. And her My music. wife is obsessed with Taylor Swift. She got tickets in that draw or whatever. Yeah. They're currently selling nosebleeds for three grand each. I'm like, we're selling those tickets, right? Nope. You see what they're so, doing at the Super Bowl with the Jet, right? She's got the concerts flying into Tokyo, back to the yeah. game for Kelsey. Got to hand it to her? Yeah. She's committed. Like, this it's, is no... Like, oh, it's, it. a, it's a joke relationship for publicity. You think she fucking needs publicity? <laughs> He's the guy who he needs her more than she needs him, but it doesn't matter. They actually really love each other. Drew, your wife refuses yep. to sell her Taylor Swift tickets for an extra three thousand dollars. Yeah, it makes no sense. I'm You're like, an idiot. I'm like, so, that's some mortgage payments for the house. Would you uh, sell it? Such a so she Drew. bought them for it's a couple me. hundred dollars, and she refuses to $150 sell them. One hundred fifty dollars each, two tickets. Would, would you guys sell Taylor Swift tickets for yes. twenty five hundred dollars? Yes. No, then we got a big no in the back there. <laughs> I'd sell them for a dime. You give me a smooth thousand, crispy brown ones, they're gone. They gone. I should show her this video. Be like, look, yeah. everyone's cheering. Yeah. Cheer if I should sell these tickets. Yeah. yeah, all right, all right. There you go. That's right. What's your lean on the game? Are you guys both 49ers? No, seriously, I'm, uh, a I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, and uh, like my boys, Visey and hey. Vince and his crew, they're all Niner fans, but we have a deal. When our team gets to the Super Bowl, we put our shit aside and we cheer for each other because we've been friends since we're kids. Thing is, everyone's going to bet KC because of Mahomes, because yeah. of Kelsey. San Francisco, they've been hanging on by a thread, but Green Bay should have lost that game. They should have lost to fucking Detroit. But you know what? Now they got an extra week to think about it. It's all about Brock Purdy, their rookie quarterback. If he doesn't gag, they'll be fine. McCaffrey, Kittle, and the gang, let's go Niners. Let's dig for gold, baby! Yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, I've bet against Mahomes for two straight rounds. Me like an, too, like I'm an idiot. idiot. Like an idiot. Uh, and I'm going to do it again. I'm gonna, Jesse, great way to, it's a great way to give away money, but that's what we do. Like, yep. I'm telling you, though, the whole world will be betting on Kansas City in this game, so I hope me and Drew are on the right side. I like the Niners to win, like, 24-21. Should be close. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm betting against Mahomes, but I'm not confident in the pick. I'm not confident in anything I do. <laughs> Overall on the season, because you guys are very honest about your records yep. betting during the show. Like, it's on the screen. You can see your wins and losses and yep. everything. Are you guys up on the year? We actually yeah. are. Yep. You're up on the Shocking. year? Shocking. Okay. Like yeah. 40 games above 500. You know how many times, Jesse, we've almost hit props, and my girlfriend's over, and I go, hey, honey, 
You know that dream I had about dressing up as Colonel Sanders on a riverboat in New Orleans when we're going to win this 25 grand? And then, eh, right at the end of the game, Drew, how many times have you almost won like 50? Set? Like, we've yeah. been close to hitting like yep. monster lottery parlays, but there's always one thing that goes wrong. That's the problem. That's yep. life. And last night, you had one with the All-Star game. Yeah, I needed McCarr to pull it out. But, of course, McDavid's too good. You can't, you he, can't is too good. he is I'm too like, good. He is too good. going to fall over and give McCarr this win? Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to beat everybody by four seconds because he's the there, best in the world. There he is. Hey. Eddie Edmonton over there. There you go. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, Leafs yeah. fans, but McDavid Ooh. is better than Matthews. It's just factual. <laughs> Yeah. It was nearly a thousand dollars. Yeah, I would have won a thousand bucks if McCarr would have. No, the best out. is Ranger fan. Like he's the, hey, Ron <laughs> Ranger, know. the only guy. There you go. Merrick Malik Whoa. jersey right here. The shootout. I like okay, it. So uh, I like that. You respect that. You're out here. <laughs> One thing everybody knows about your relationship is that it's sometimes contentious, but there's always love involved. You guys go way back. I, I wouldn't say contentious at all. Drew, no. I used to work with him like years ago. We used to call him Camera 2 Drew. He's always above average in sports. His dad owns a, uh, sorry, your stepdad owns a meat shop. So yeah. I go shopping there. And when I don't have money, he loads up my Corolla <laughs> full of steaks. And uh, we have a great relationship. Okay, so if it's all back. love, I think that's even better. Yeah. Because uh, sure. we have to. <laughs> for, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it all love, sure. Because we have to play a little game with these two. And we're going to play the newlywed game. Uh -oh, right. So if you two could get out your phones so you can write down your answers, we have a couple questions. Oh boy, here and we we'll go. play a little newlywed game, and then we'll bring out our next. next Cam guest. loves rose petals and white wine. I do like. <laughs> you'd be surprised, Drew, for being a guy. I do love candles. I like candles all the time. All right. And once in a while, so, a, a nice bath. So you know, you how gotta, this works? Gotta, is, gotta take a soak. How this works is you answer what your partner, the answer for your partner is. Okay. Correct. Old school. Okay. So, so we'll start with something easy. Who is your partner's celebrity crush? So think about it for a second, write it down, and we'll get to it. I don't know if I know it. the names of yeah. the women old enough for Cam. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. He's going to be like, yeah, I like her, but who's... <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's Betty mine! White. <laughs> I'm going to go younger than Cam, but old enough that he'll love her. Okay, are you ready with yours, Drew? I'm ready for it. Okay, give it to uh, us. I'm going Jennifer Lopez. That's incorrect. Damn it. The oh. answer is Kate Beckinsale. Oh, Kate Beckinsale. okay. That's younger than I thought. <laughs> I, I need my senior card, right? Uh, anyway, no, no, I'm a big fan. Kim, what's your answer for Drew? Uh, Taylor Swift. No, boo, boo, boo. What's your answer? Right now? Sydney <laughs> uh, Sweeney? Sydney Sweeney. Okay, any cheers? Yeah. I, this this game's got a lot of issues and problems right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Going. This this one's I think a little easier. Yeah. Name the best gift your partner ever gave you. Hmm. Mm. Friend. See, oh, we got it all. Am I gonna, right am I gonna do like friendship or something like that? I can't do that. You guys give each other birthday gifts, Christmas hmm. gifts. You know. I got. Uh, I'm thinking. Hmm. Costco gift card. The Costco Wait, gift card. That's the best gift I've ever given you. Actually, the dude, when you packed my car with me, that was, I, don't, I had a tear in my eye. Uh, the best gift that Cam, didn't sound very good, but you know what I mean. The best Cam's given me, uh, he showed up to my stag, my bachelor party, and we had a prosciutto. I don't know if there's any, oh, yeah, any Italians in the crowd. Any Italians in the crowd. You do this game where you hold up a prosciutto as long what, as you what can. What a stag. Your uncle, dude, we that had, guy was so tuned. I had firefighters there, police officers there. Like the most jacked dudes ever, Cam, sees that prosciutto and he's licking his lips and he's like, 
I'm gonna hold this longer than them. No, Jesse, it was he, insane. It like, was these like guys five plus minutes. Out. This guy was holding it and like sweat coming down, drool, and he, he finally asked a fan on the radio to cut it up for him because he couldn't find anyone to slice the meat. No, these but guys were firefighters. They were ripped. Everybody. I was fatter back then too, and I go. The cop looks at me, and this guy's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I go, I just want it more. Yeah, I want it true. more than you. And a nice bottle of scotch, too. Yeah, dude, dude yeah. you hooked me up. Great stag. Which Cam didn't pay to get into, by the way. It didn't help the wedding. But. <laughs> nickname for your partner. So you're guessing what the, your partner will call you as a nickname. Pet uh, name, if you will. I mean, we, I'm pretty sure we know, you know yeah. what each other's called. What, what does Cam call uh, you? What does Cam call me, Cam or two, Drew? Camera two, Drew. Camera two, Drew. Yeah. I'm also Grande, Big Bear. Yeah. Big Bear. <laughs> I was going to say he's also the Raging Redhead, which we yeah. call him. Raging Redhead, yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of stupid nicknames. When I was in Mexico, mm -hmm. they had a cannonball competition when I was about 50 pounds bigger before I got diabetes. <laughs> and I hear this guy going, oh, so, oh, so. I go, what the fuck? What, what, what the fuck is oh, so? It's like, bear, bear, bear. But like that, that's barren Mexican, but right, I didn't know it. Spanish. And yeah, we walked away with a lot of bottles that day. It was fantastic. If your partner won the lottery, what's the first thing they'd buy? Ooh. Probably more lottery tickets. Yeah, that's a cam. <laughs> that's cam for sure. That's cam. Actually, you um, know what? I would buy a horse. Oh. You already a had a horse? horse before. Yeah, our horse conflict diamond. But by the way, people, I'll give you one tip on life. Never own a horse. It's yeah, the worst yeah. investment. Like, you like, owned, like he a, owned a race horse? Yes. And it was yes. the worst horse ever. It never won. No, he won. He won at Georgian Downs. Mm -hmm. You can look it up on YouTube. Gary Guy, he won by nine lengths. But the problem is, when you own a horse and he gets hurt. You got to feed it. We have to pay the vet. Yeah. Hay costs money. Carrots and all. Like, he's taking him for a... He's going around the track. So... We're, we're sitting there not making any money. It's like six grand, six grand, six, like, you know what I mean? Because we got to pay the trainer. Right. We're not going to hurt our horse. We got to make him live and we're, we're good people. We're not, a, like, he, he was our friend. But the problem was, we're out 30 I, or 40 I just grand. Want more and that info was the end of that. on, like, how owning a horse works. Yeah. I, no, like, no, who uh, did you approach to buy a horse? No, was, uh, a guy that used to drive yeah. at Woodbine and he knew a horse for sale. His name was Conflict Diamond. Pretty cool name. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And you and, go uh, in, you're like buddies each by He was doing good for a while. Yeah. And then one race, he was very temperamental, kind of like me. He was up and down. And he got rattled because they started late. And he got hurt. His hoof hurt. And then after that, we were done. Like, we had to keep on paying and paying and paying. I think he's racing up in Buffalo right now. Oh, so okay. he's still alive. Yeah, he might be. A, but now, Or at a petting zoo because he was pretty yeah. old did, when did we bought Did you win him. any races with your conflicts? He won a race. Yeah, he did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. and Harry. And you okay. know what the worst is? We weren't there that night. Oh. Me and Brecky were doing a show, and I just wanted that one picture with me and the horse and us being happy. But wait, so you we weren't didn't there. What do but you we think? were there when he finished ninth, tenth, eighth, eleventh. You didn't Those answer were... what my first purchase would be, though. You said what yours. Yeah. Would be a so horse. what? What would Drew buy if he oh. won the lottery? Yeah. What would Drew buy if he won the lottery? My answer was a car for Cam because I know you he hates his car. Cam would buy a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche season tickets. Oh, there you go. I'd have to get a house. Li no, ever. lifetime. Lifetime yeah, tickets. Oh, lifetime. Yeah, like president of the fan It'd probably club be, lifetime. A lifetime would be cheaper than Leafs yeah. season tickets for one year, probably. <laughs> 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 and what's the correct answer? What would you buy? Is he, is he right? Uh, vacation somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or I'd like to live. My dream was ever to hit a parlay, live on a golf course. You know what? Actually, I was telling Drew, uh, you know how stupid this is, Jesse? Like, if I was just in my retirement, be one of those guys, wake up, Bet ponies, have some drinks, bet sports, 
and then in the morning go on a beach with a metal detector and try Spend to everything. find jewelry. That's my dream life. Wait, retirement might not last that long for wait, you if you're wait. doing all yeah, that. It's a great work. life. And you have children. Like I, Your dream life is to find jewelry with a metal detector on the beach? I don't beach? know what it is. My dad was always one of those guys that I remember. I'm like, wow, I love those guys that, like, he found a diamond ring when we were on vacation and, as a kid. And we returned it to the people because he's a nice guy. But And ever since that, I was like, wow. But the thing is, Jesse, my dad's a scuba diver, right? So he's found some beautiful things at the bottom of the ocean. And I've always been like, I'm like you know, when I'm the old guy, I want to find stuff on the beach. It's a good way to kill time. So we're going to wrap up here because yeah. I believe we have guests from The Athletic coming on next. But Drew and Stu is going to continue. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in the NFL offseason, you guys are going to do some other sports. So you can give the people if you a can taste bet on it, we're going to give you a You're taste right. of what our picks and are. And if the Niners win the Super Bowl, me and Drew, you'll catch us, and you know what? we'll buy one for you. We'll be at the bar celebrating because we're the only guys. Wins, rounds on us. So we're going to get some golf, some NHL, golf, everything, NHL, everything uh, you want. Yeah. NFL draft, March Madness, anything you can bet on. Yeah, we've we got to bet on March Madness, hundred percent for sure. All right, everybody, round of applause hey. for Drew. Thank and you guys Stu. for coming out. We appreciate it. And also, I believe take, next. Take Team McKinnon in the first game and Matthews in the second game, parlay to three to one. That's what you got right now? No, Team Have McKinnon, a good one. Team McKinnon's winning the whole thing. All right, I believe we got. <laughs> I believe next we have Down Goes Brown and Mark Lazarus from The Athletic. And Adam Wilde is going to join them. We're going to have five minute intermission, everybody. Thank you very much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Testing one, two. Hello, we got a microphone, all right. Hi guys, are we having fun so far? Great, great. Our next panel is our panel of experts. To the furthest right we have Sean McIndoe, down goes Brown, who you guys know. We have Mark Lazarus, both of The Athletic, and uh, Greg, are you, are you coming out, Greg? Where's Greg? He's ordering, Greg, Greg Wyshynski is ordering food. Here, come on, Greg, yeah, there he is. <laughs> hi, hello. Oh, Thanks hi. for showing up, Greg. Appreciate it, buddy. No, no problem. <laughs> so this is our experts all-star panel. We wanted to uh, we wanted to kind of talk to the guys that are covering this. And and at, you know, Sean, when we talked backstage, you kind of said you're kind of like me in the sense that you're usually like an all-star games boring kind of guy. How have you found this weekend? Yeah, I I typically hate the all-star uh, weekend, especially the games, which haven't happened yet. But I feel like it's been okay. Like, are we? Yeah, like I'm, I'm getting we feeling some good? of these from the crowd. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. 
<laughs> given where the NHL has set the bar, like this is success. Like this was the draft, bringing the draft back was, was cool. It wasn't maybe the draft we were all kind of hoping for, you know, they, they sort of did, sanded some of the edges off of it. Uh, I thought the skills last night was good. I enjoyed it, I thought that was pretty good. Except, well, no, but you know what? Even Kucherov, like, we're talking about it, right? Like, yeah. You need a villain. You need a heel. And we were talking on the way over. Like, he's going to score six goals today and flip off the crowd. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, hold on. Can yeah, we get Mark's there? mic up? It's not. Mark, is it on? Let me see. It is now. Oh, perfect. This is why you don't invite me to these things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, name me one thing that happened at the skills competition last year in Florida. Does anyone remember a single thing that happened? Yell it out, yell it out. I covered it, and I don't remember any of it. Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a, was, dunk, there was a dunk tank. Yeah, yeah, there was a dunk, dunk tank. tank. Right. Right. It yeah. was three hours long in the arena. It was so excruciating. They did three Zambonis during the course. Of, the guys kept going in and out. Like, the players were outside for three hours in their full gear to do, take, like, one shot and make one pass. Yep. They hated it. The fans hated it. All these tape segments just went over like a lead balloon. Connor McDavid's a genius, man. He fixed the skills competition. Yeah. He fixed literally. And he, oh, and he oh, literally. I was gonna say he fixed the skills competition. They went himself. It's like money laundering. I don't know what money <laughs> laundering looks like, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened last night. But I, listen, man, if if I was back in like college and they're like, Greg, write your own test, I'm like, sure, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll write my own test. Well, Absolutely. If you're the smartest kid in the class by a mile, right. it turns out when you stop doing like stupid gimmicks and everything and just be like, hey, which one of us is Yeah, but by better? the by the seventh event where it was like, which one of you has the most points for the Erie Otters? I'm like, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's something fishy going on here with the way this thing's set up. <laughs> I will say, how, how many times do we need to see a guy stick handle through a cone? through a little bridge, through a puck. We need to come up with some more skills. There's more skills to hockey than holding onto a puck, right? Right, right. I think it was sort of like a play on, you know, every kid's got a demo tape now, right? That they throw up on YouTube and they send out to the teams. It kind of felt like that, <laughs> yeah. didn't it? Like yeah. an and one tape for yeah, the NHL? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I, I think we, so I like the idea that it went back to basics, but I think that we need to come up with like a happy medium between what was last night and, and a little bit more of like entertainment. like. There needs to be some more pyro, and there needs to be some more neon lighting, and and oh, I don't know, maybe explain what the hell's going on to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. More like, video reviews. Just, we just need like more. A, one of those like bad '90s CGI run-throughs on the jumbotron. That's like, and then they go to the cones, and then they shoot this. Like that's that was missing last night. And the biggest problem I had. Did you guys watch it last night? Did you see the goalie event, which is probably the most entertaining thing they did last night? Oh, yeah. They had pucks that were worth one point and pucks that were worth two points. Everybody who's ever watched a rock and jock uh, uh, MTV thing or the or the NBA three point competition knows. Can you tell you, we're old? He just mentioned rock. And I know jock. it's great. As <laughs> you go, as you go up in value, the things change color. So you needed to differentiate between the one point pucks and like the glowing or rainbow or well not rainbow it's the NHL but like uh, <laughs> 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 the glow. <laughs> the glowing or whatever other pucks to let you know that there's a difference in value. Right. Now, Connor Bedard showing up. Mark, I wanted to know, you knew about this beforehand. Yeah. And, and so wh where is he at? Is he even able to talk? Like, what's the, where's his jaw at? He can talk. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, we've come a long way. They don't really do the whole, like, wire your whole head shut unless, like, something really bad happens. Uh, he, he's been skating for a couple of weeks now. They won't let him take slap shots because anything that makes you, like, grit your teeth... So anything that requires like actual effort, 
he's not allowed to do. That's why, did you see how gingerly he was making those passes last yes, night? Yes. He wasn't even sending hard passes. But. I love that he can't do anything with effort, but they're like, he's like, can I go to the NHL All-Star Weekend? They're like, yeah. That's the perfect <laughs> thing for <laughs> you. Yeah, I mean, for him, we, we were talking last night, he, he comes out there and he's not doing anything the whole time, right? And he's just sitting on that big curved bench they had by the stage. And he was off by himself for like an hour and a half straight. Nobody was talking to him. We're like this poor kid. Nobody's talking to him. And then Sidney Crosby, the guy's hero, just kind of scooches over for a little bit and starts talking to him. And you could see this big smile come on his face. Yeah. It's like you forget that he's like a, he's a literal child. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and Sid probably can relate because didn't he break his jaw too? He had the mumps. Oh, he had the mumps. He had the mumps. I thought he broke his jaw. Same thing. Point. Big swollen jaw, right? <laughs> he did, yeah. He did. No, I, I, I think Sid was telling him you don't have to come. Like, like Sid... Sid infamously, for a long time, didn't come to the All-Star game. Now, sometimes it was injury, and sometimes it was injury. Uh, but even now, like, how impressive is it for Sid to just show up late? Like, he didn't Can you believe he was out there for the entire three-hour event? He wasn't out there for the draft. They had a child. <laughs> they, had a, they hired a child to Connor be Sidney Crosby. No, Sid. <laughs> like, they, he, Sid's aced this thing. Like, he, you know, Ovechkin just doesn't come sometimes. And Sid's like, no, I'll come, but not for the full thing. And that's like... Pulling rank in the right way, I think. Right, yeah. Right, well, and I don't know how much Sid owes the game anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a bit, uh, that, that quote with Ovi where he was talking about, you know, I feel like the NHL sort of left us behind, and there are a new crop of superstars, right. and maybe Sid doesn't feel like, this isn't my burden anymore. Yeah, maybe Kucherov hasn't done enough for the game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's why they, they forced him to do that last night. You guys have covered a lot of All-Star games, and I asked this of the crowd earlier. Have you ever seen anybody get booed at an All-Star game ever in any sport? I, uh, at an All-Star game, maybe not. Now, I remember I was in Ottawa in 2012 when they did the second draft. I think it was the second time. And I got to tell you, we all remember 2015 when the players got liquored up, <laughs> but the crowd in 2012 had been overserved. And they were, every time, anytime a Leaf got picked, it, they just booed. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Speaking of liquored up, yeah, the crowd, the crowd was really overserved. Yeah. <laughs> they had a problem. And, oh, hey, Greg. Um, cheers, everybody, by the way. So and cheers to you, guy in Brodor jersey. Yeah, I see you. You've been seen. <laughs> I honestly wondered if, if Toronto fans were going to remember that and give it to Brady Kachuk when he got picked, and there was nothing. It was like the, like the Dom Draper, like, you know, I hate you, I don't think of you at all. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. that exactly with the, with the thing. But, yeah, there, that's there, the worst I've heard. There's always like, booze. I mean, well, you know, during introductions today, there's going to be booze when, you know, uh, uh, David Pasternak gets, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Patrick Kane was booed at every All-Star game for, like, ten straight years. It's just what you do. You boo the guys you hate. It's right, fun. right. Now, Kuch Kucherov was booed for effort, though. That was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, they, they turned on him mid-event. Yeah, that I think they like, were open to him. Yeah, right. They were. He wasn't getting booed at first, but well, then Kucherov like halfway turned through, on himself when he shut it down. He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm doing badly now. I have to like make it look like I'm trying to do badly." Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So the NHL is following up this All Star Weekend with not doing it next year. I wanted to know what you guys thought of. First off, to the crowd, what do you guys think of this Four Nations Cup thing? So your boo on this. Okay. Now here's what I've heard. From, from people that I've talked to, uh, if they wanted Sweden and Finland in, um, uh, Sweden and Finland said, if you represent Russia in any way, we're not coming. Right. And, uh, and, and so, okay, well, okay, so there's a, there's a political situation there. There's a war there. Understand that. Why not six? Why not Germany? 
Why not Czechia? Like, why, why, why just these four, and is this going to work? Because, well, I think part of it is, is timing. Like, one of the original the ideas they had for the Four Nations Cup was to do games in Finland and Sweden. But they're, they're trying to cram this into, like, a nine-day period, so more teams makes it more complicated. Now, hold on here. You people that booed, all right? The minute you guys see McDavid and Bedard and Crosby on the same line <laughs> next year... You're just gonna be, you're gonna be clawing at your television to weeping. On, just hang weeping on. at this thing for happening. It's gonna be Canada. Funny. You know that. Tell me, who's your goalie? <laughs> How are you going to win any tournaments with the goaltenders you have? Martin Jones. <laughs> I had to listen, look, I know I'm the ugly American here. I had to listen for like two decades about Canadian C team would beat you and every other team. Well, who is your goalie? We got like the 11 best goalies in the world right now. Who's your goalie? It's a good question. I think people were throwing out Bennington. Bennington, Bennington Aiden Hill, uh, Montembeau. Uh, Kemper. Was Kemper? Kemper. Kemper was another name. They all have the same percentage in the 880s right now, just so you know. Oh, Connor Ingram? Connor Ingram? Connor what did Ingram, you do? yep. <laughs> Sean, you don't seem whenever, excited about listen, Connor not, Ingram. Not, whenever, whenever, Thanks like, for putting me between the two Americans, by the way. I know, I know. And whenever the Americans get like over our skis on how good our team is and the goaltending, it's like two things I come back to. It's like, one, uh, yeah, the Canadians might not have our goaltending, but they have the greatest assemblage of talent in the history of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's, that's something can, they can fall back on. But two, and this is for serious, I talked to Mike Modano once for a story about the, uh, the Olympics, and he said, I'm like, well, you guys had talent back in like the 90s and stuff. Like, why couldn't you beat Canada all the time? They beat them that one time, Sean, but not all the time. Um, and he said, because the Canadians, despite their incredible all-star talent, they knew how to play as a team. They, 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 they knew how to check their egos. And you remember in the Olympics, like Tavares was like a fourth liner in the Olympics, right? So it's like, that's the difference between the Americans and the Canadians, and that's the, the thing I'm looking for as an American is like, can, can Brady Kachuk be a checking line guy? And that's kind of gonna be the point of demarcation between the Americans winning and losing. Is it true that at, in one of the Olympics, the Americans lost and then trashed their hotel rooms, or was that just a Canadian rumor? Yeah, but in fairness, Roenick was on the team. Oh, Roenick so, was yeah. on the team. <laughs> was that, what, 2002? That was, Na that was Nagano. That, that was, was Nagano. That was Nagano, yeah. yeah. And that really happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first time they sent NHL players, the Olympics, the Americans, like, <laughs> tried to burn their hotel down. <laughs> the eagle flies wherever. Um, now, now with, the, uh, with the announcements yesterday, we've got World Cup and Olympics ideally every two years, which people have been asking for. How long have you guys wanted best on best, really? Like, it's, it's, it's overdue. Do you believe them? Because I, I think as fans, we can't be faulted for saying, hey, um, you've, you've said this before. Yeah, we've, we've heard it before. I, I mean, the fact that they did lock down the two years for the Olympics, you know, they, they, act, they didn't come out and say, we're going to intend to, uh, I mean, it was, it was a little bit more ironclad. But we know Gary will get out of it if he can't. If, it's, if, if the opportunity presents itself, like remember a few weeks ago when he was like, yeah, we want to do it, but uh, the arena maybe isn't ready. And you're like, that right there, he's doing it again. He's, he's opening the door. I, man, I've gotten burned for saying this about the NHL so many times, but they couldn't possibly be this dumb to screw this up, right? <laughs> you, you poor, sweet summer child. Uh, what yeah. do you guys think? Could I, you they know what? Be? It's, uh, I answered my own question as I was saying. Yeah. You're right. We're, we're screwed. What do you think, Greg? Well, the thing I loved about yesterday was, like, Batman running around talking about, like, 
it's really important to our players. And like, what tipped you off when they negotiated it into the collective bargaining agreement <laughs> to go to the Olympics and you didn't let them? Like, um, no, I, I kind of believe this one because like, the reason that they didn't go to Pyeongchang is, is they didn't care about that market and they didn't find it to be financially advantageous and they didn't want to go to South Korea. The reason they didn't go to Beijing is because they, they had to cancel a bunch of games for COVID or postpone them and they legitimately needed time to make them up and they were worried about guys going over there and even the PA was worried about COVID at that point. I'm not worried about this one because it's a European market that they care about and all of the people in the NHL would probably like to go to Italy <laughs> and, and have a nice vacation. Oh, is it nice there? <laughs> it's pretty nice there. So I, I am more optimistic that this is going to happen, especially after yesterday, that announcement. I mean, I, I think it's going to happen. I do. I wanted to ask because, you. Because you have to remember also, sorry. Is no, that no, please. It's also now part of a larger plan because they want to do Olympics and World Cup and Olympics and World Cup. So it's now like not only are we sending our guys to the Olympics, but we're also using it to make ourselves money with these World Cups in between the Olympics that we do. So right. that's part of it too. And you know what, that's ultimately for the billionaires that own it, that's the idea, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so we're just over halfway through the season. I wanted to ask the three of you, and you don't, please don't say the Leafs because I know, well, you can, but I wanna know who your Stanley Cup pick right now is, and I promise you we won't hold you to it. Who's the, if you were going to pick a team today that has impressed you the most, you're like, all the way through, I don't know how anybody stops those guys, who would it be? I, 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 I entered the season with Dallas as my pick, and I'm sticking with Dallas. I like the whole Still. team. I like Ottinger. I like, I like the whole. I know that the West is going to be a bit of a goal. you got to get through Colorado. you got to get through Edmonton. you got to get through Vegas when they get their act together. I'm, I'm sticking with Dallas. I like the makeup of their team. I like their style of play, and I think that's a team that's, that's right to take that next step. Sean, what do you think? I, I, first of all, I've never seen a season like this where there's legitimately 10 teams you could make a strong case. And I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I, I feel like I'm almost randomly picking. I do a column every week. I got to pick, like, my, my, make my Stanley Cup picks. And I'm just like, the difference between not even being on the list and being first is, is huge. The last few weeks, I've had Colorado number one. Okay. So I'll put, uh, I'll, I'll stick and with them. It's kind of a weak pick, you know. Are you worried about their, like, that McKinnon line's unbelievable, but yeah. after that, it gets a little thinner. Yep. Are you worried, are, are, do you think they add? We, we, got a, we got a month for them to add. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, I think we, we sort of see from there. And, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be the toughest division to get out of. That is the one division where you got to finish first. Yep. Because you finish second, and now it's, you know, it's, it's Winnipeg, Dallas, Colorado. Some combo of them, they got to play in the first round. No, you don't want any part of that. You want to be playing Seattle or wherever in, uh, in round one. Greg Wyshynski. Because that you, went so well for... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you say the New Jersey Devils. No, I didn't pick the Devils. Okay. <laughs> but I do, I do think they're going to make the playoffs. But, um, I, you know, it'll be fine. I, so I, I, I picked the Oilers before the season. Okay, we got a couple and, Oilers and then, fans and in then, here. And then things went poorly, if you remember. Yeah. And everybody jumped off the bandwagon. Probably even you jumped off the bandwagon. And it was just me and Zach Hyman on the bandwagon because he's a very optimistic boy. And then things started to turn better. And everybody came back on the bandwagon. And we were like, make room for all these people. And now it's got the momentum of a runaway freight train. They can't be beaten. So I'm sticking, for the, I'm sticking with the Oilers. Okay. okay. All right. No, it's funny. I, I was just in Edmonton last week. 
And Edmonton being Edmonton, they're still panicking during a 17-game win streak. Like, they're like, yeah, we're winning, but we're not really dominating teams. And, you know, it's been a really tough stretch, and we're just not... Like, they, they, have, they have no idea how to handle prosperity yeah. in Edmonton. They yeah. only know how to be miserable, and you guys wouldn't know anything about that. No, not that's, at all. That's, that's real. Connor McDavid won a million dollars, but couldn't beat Georgia of energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so trade deadline's a month away. Who's going to have the biggest one? What team? What team do you think is... It could be one that's obvious... I know Calgary keeps talking about how they're going to resign resign all their players, but who's then they trade them. Who's there? Who's out there? That's exciting. That's a game to maybe Gensel. Like uh, this is the worst trade deadline I can ever remember. Like Elias Lindholm, whoopie freaking do! <laughs> He's like a pretty decent middle sixer, and he, like who is going to change their team fundamentally at this particular trade deadline? Well, how about the Ottawa Senators and Chris Tanev, everybody? Ooh. Oh, finally the missing piece. <laughs> Where, where's your Mark Stone type? Like, there's nobody that could fundamentally change a team out that's available right well, now. Well, I mean, you're only saying that because franchise player Sean Monahan's already off the market. That's right. <laughs> Any Jets fans here? No. Mm. Any Canadians fans they don't, here? They don't have, okay, we got some Canadians fans in the back. All they right. can't get here. There's no airport in Winnipeg. There's no, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Holy How hard did you laugh the first time you saw somebody say they were going to get a first-round pick for Sean Monahan? And you're just like... Sure you are. And then a couple weeks later, it happens. God yeah. bless the Montreal Canadiens and their asset expectation management. What, what do you think, Greg? They got two first-rounders for Monaghan. You couldn't even get that for Monaghan when he was Monaghan. Yeah. It's amazing. So I'll give you a name. How about this? Because, you know, part of the reason the trade deadline sucks right now is because everybody's still kind of in it, you know, like even the Devils and stuff. So, like, so like as we start to see teams fade away and they start to re reorient their plans and figure out what's happening for next season, I've, I've long said I think Minnesota is going to be a sneaky seller at the deadline. That was even before things kind of went sideways for them. So what about Flurry? What about yep. Flurry moving? I, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's going to be the goalies for me. You think so? Because there okay. are, you know, most times this time of year, you know, there's not really a reason to, to talk about goalies because the good teams all have goaltending. Yep. And the teams that don't have goaltending are bad, so they're selling. Whereas this year, you've got Toronto, Carolina, maybe Edmonton, New Jersey, good Stanley Cup caliber maybe teams that could upgrade in goal. So whether it's Fleury, I mean, Saros feels like a bit of a pipe dream, maybe Markstrom too, but... Why? Okay, can I ask? Goal, goalies don't get moved at the deadline, though. It's too what? hard for a goalie to adapt to a new team. It takes, like, if you do it now, maybe you have enough time. But, like, March 8th, you're a month out from the playoffs. Teams are yeah. very hesitant so to add a new now. goalie. So do it now. Go ahead. That, that, they should do that more often. Like, yeah. like, kudos to the teams that have made moves. You know, Vancouver, Winnipeg. But I've heard about this. Like, we get told that, you know, you, you can't do it midseason. And everyone points at Ryan Miller as the one that didn't work. There have been a lot of goalie trades midseason that have worked out. You know, Dwayne Rolison, Devin Dubnik, you, you go down the list, like there's guys yeah, Dubnik, like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. But it's, it's a question of who's going to make it, and if one guy goes, let's say Carolina goes and gets a goalie tomorrow, a real mm -hmm. goalie, does that then, t does, does Toronto have to do it now? Does somebody else, or, or is that the one guy who goes off? But that's, 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 I mean, that's the difference, I think, is that you have a lot of teams, like Carolina being one of them, the Devils being another, there's a few others, they're just like, really, really good, but the goaltending is like bottom yep. third of the league. And so I, I agree with you. I think, I think we're going to see goalies move just because you have so many contenders that need one. Now, yeah. if, and if, I'll tell you right now, if I'm, if I'm Nashville or even Calgary and I'm going to trade, like if, if Nashville is going to trade Staros, if Calgary is going to trade Markstrom, do it now. Yeah. You don't wait. You, you're already seeing it, right? Like, oh, you got to wait till the summer. You're going to 
No, you do it now. You get two cup runs. Look at San Jose this time last year. We were talking about Eric Carlson. And, you know, do it now. And, no, no, we got to wait till the summer. They didn't get anything for him in the no, summer. No, they didn't. Right? You got to do it now when somebody's desperate. You got to squeeze somebody. But if, if, Monahan, if Lindholm is worth what he's worth first and a bunch of prospects that seem to be pretty good, if Monahan's worth a first rounder, what's a goaltender of, let's, you know, the names that you guys are talking about, Marc-Andre Fleury, cup winner, tons of experience. 890 save percentage. Um, 890 save percentage, which is the NHL norm, I guess, these days um, for good goalies. Um, you got, you got uh, UC Soros, who, I mean, I think Nashville, because they're in it, seems hard to believe that they would move off yeah, of him. I agree but, with that. But if yeah. they did, you know, what's, what's the price for that? Well, that's, I mean, that, with Soros, like, that's a huge price. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's arguably one of the top five goalies in the league. With Flurry, it could easily be a hey, we'll do you a solid so you can play in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. we're looking at like, second rounders at best for most of these guys. Soros would be a huge haul. But right. goalies tend to get... Tom Markstrom, you get not, a lot. The, yeah, okay. the Blackhawks have been dealing goalies at the deadline for a while now. You go back to Robin Leonard and Fleury, and it's almost always a second round pick. It's like, we'll give you something, but nothing really good right. for a Man, Robin Leonard. There's, a, there's yeah. a name I've not heard in quite some time. <laughs> hey, Mark, uh, as Toronto fans, we want to know how you guys turned uh, Peter Morazic back into a goalie. I tell you, like, if, if the Hawks wanted to put him on the market, if they didn't extend him, he was maybe the best goalie available in terms of how they're actually playing. It's hard to describe how actually good Mrazek has been. Right. Because the Hawks still lose every game. But behind like, the worst team defense I've ever seen, he is like keeping them within it. Look at what Arvid Soderblom is doing behind that same team. And then look what Mrazek is doing. He's been really good. His groin hasn't fallen off yet. It's going really well. <laughs> Except for Arvid Soderblom versus the Leafs where he had the game of his life. Yes. He, that he was, has, he of has course. four wins in, I think, 35 career games, and two of them are against the Leafs this year. It's great, isn't it? Don't you love being <laughs> Leaf fans? Aren't you all glad you're here? Yeah. Yeah. All right, now, gentlemen, I'm going to let you go because these guys all have to get down to the arena and cover the game. But I did want to do a, a couple of plugs here because <laughs> I know you guys are you guys are really you're jonesing to get down there. Uh, Mark and Sean are a big part of the athletic hockey show, uh, which has some excited changes coming soon. Starting February 12th, the show lineup will feature weekly appearances from Chris Johnson. We love Chris Johnson and Pierre Lebrun. That's right. And never regular, heard of him. I never heard of him. Yeah, who is that guy? And regular contributions from friend of our show and huge Toronto favorite, Frankie Corrado. That's right. Now, Greg, you got your show, The Drop. Can you give that a plug, too? Because I was not given a script for that. You have a hockey podcast? Uh, not, not, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was asking, am I Ryan Lambert right it's, now? It's remarkable. I had no idea. <laughs> I feel, have you guys met? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I do the, the Drop with Ardo Cal, and actually tonight... 630, uh, you can find it on the NHL and ESPN YouTube. We're doing a live post-game show, which means that you can go and leave your comments and tell us how you felt about the weekend, which is going to be hilarious because we're a rights holder, and we'll have to read them on the air. So, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, it's been fun. Like, it's a, it's a, for those who don't know, it's a podcast, but also a digital show, so we've been able to really kind of, like, do some weird inventive stuff on YouTube where nobody is watching it. Uh, I mean, like, people are watching it, but not, like, our bosses. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's been fun. Awesome. Hey, Mark Lazarus, Sean McIndoe, a.k.a. Daunt, Down Goes Brow, Greg Wyshynski, thank you for your time today, guys. Just give us a couple minutes. Chris Johnson, Julian McKenzie up next. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you. It works. How's everyone doing? Cheers for one beer. Like, if you've had one beer. Cheers for two. Cheers for more than two. It's one. Good for you. Hey, everyone. Julian McKenzie and Chris Johnson. The CJ Show. And I'm going to ask them what's going on. Each individual player on the Leafs roster. Starting with Connor Timmons. So, no. Boys, first and foremost. Who should be the ninth defenseman? I, you know, it's a great Let's question. Let's do a power rankings right now. Let, okay. I feel not qualified for this conversation. Oh, we'll get to the flames. Oh, oh boy. Don't you worry. We'll get to the flames. Oh, that'll be fine. No, so, you know what? Uh, last night, I know Nikita Kucherov was getting a lot of heat. Yeah. But you were one of the many who were talking about how much better... I got a fisherman's friend in my mouth. I'll chew it up real quick. They're, they're talking I've got about, a halls going right now. <laughs> yeah. I probably should take a halls myself. It's Ontario in February. It is what it is. Um, but you were one of the many who said, you know what? The skills competition is actually pretty good. Yeah. So what was your favorite part about it? The one-on-one part was my favorite part. I think I, I, I tweeted, I think the NHL found its equivalent of the NBA three-point contest. Like, I love the idea of players going one-on-one with a goalie. They call out the goalie that they think they can get the most goals on. Like, that's fun. Like, that's a really good, dramatic, like, amazing event idea. Like, it, it was genius. Like, I was live blogging with uh, Mark Lazarus for The Athletic on that, and, like, both of us were just, like, raving about it. Sean McIndoe as well. Like, everyone we had up there was just, like, losing their minds over it. That was my favorite part about it. What about you? I th- it was actually entertaining all around. I watched the first half in the press box, and the second half I went and joined a friend in the crowd. You had fun. You were enjoying it. No, but I was having fun in the press box, too. But yeah, in the press box. But like, even you in the were crowd, like, actively enjoying it. There were kids. like it, it, People were excited about it. Again, I don't know how it looked on TV because I didn't get a chance to watch it, but in the building it was 70 million thousand times better than any other skills I'd been to. Like, it... Yep. It flat out sucked last year in Florida. Like, it was, it, I felt awkward just being in the building and I wasn't participating. And so to actually see the guys try and, you know, I, th- I think they made a lot of big steps this year. So it was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. I was like, was it really that much better than last year? And then, dude, go, I had to, I went back and watched last year too. It's so bad. If you gave me five minutes and a million dollars prize money, I couldn't have told you it was in Florida. 
The only thing that would have tipped me off is the jerseys. What about the, the dunk tanks portion of it from last year? Buddy, you, you could be making that up. What about the laser tag part of it? I don't remember that either. The mini golf challenge. Yeah. yeah. The contest that, uh, remember Nick Suzuki won like a year of Chipotle, but it was actually like 52 gift cards? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a real story. That's and there's no Chipotle in Montreal. Like 52 gift cards. Julian, no there's shot. no Chipotle in Montreal also. Exactly. That's a big thing too. Like, no shot. No, Absolutely no crazy. shot. Crazy. CJ. Yesterday, uh, I think you ran here um, because uh, Gary went long. Yes. Yes. And we always love getting you at the uh, end of a press conference because you tend to spill the tea. Yes, now that you've actually slept on it, uh, what were your takeaways from all of the three hour long or whatever it was tea spilling from Gare Bear? His preferred nickname. <laughs> Well, like, I don't know how interested anyone is in how the sausage is made, but generally speaking, when Gary does those availabilities, like before the Stanley Cup final, he always does it before game one, obviously the all-star game, various times through the year, there's sort of a set amount of time. And often that amount of time will only allow that anyone in the audience that might want to ask a question, a reporter, usually might get one, maybe a follow-up, but certainly not multiple questions just because there isn't enough time and everyone's asking different things, and, and anyway, it feels very controlled. What was interesting yesterday is I was trying to think, like, they literally would have sat there another hour. Like, they, well, they made the decision, and I'm guessing it's because of some of the subject matter, that they were not cutting it off, they weren't going to limit it, they weren't going to give any impression, they were in a rush to get out of there. And so I don't actually know how long it was, but it was, it was really long. I mean, they announced they're going to the Olympics, you know, they got multiple people on stage, then they bring up four players and talk about the four, four nations face-off. Yes. And is, that, would, is that the name of it? Yes, I had to really think about it. I'm, it's really, it's the other one. Can we just call it that, it's the other one? That it, other thing? It's not the Olympics, it's the other one? Yeah, so the other one. And then it was Gary and Bill, and I don't know, it was probably 40 minutes. So when you added that all up, it was, there was a lot to digest. And yeah, I mean, you, I, I know a lot of people are talking about Robin Doolittle from the Globe and Mail who's reported a lot on the uh, sexual assault case involving the 2018 World Junior Team. She probably asked 10 or 12 questions. I, I didn't again. Good. I, yeah, no, and I'm saying that's great, but I, I, I don't recall having been at an NHL event where that would be possible on any subject, that, that one person, uh, and obviously she wasn't the only one asking those types of questions too. So there was maybe 20 questions related to subject matter, of, of, of all of that. So it was, you're right, it was, it was a lot going on there. I didn't sense the league was trying to hide from it. There's only so much they can say. And, you know, all in all, I actually thought it was pretty good, productive for doing the job that I do. But, it, again, I, I don't know how it looked from the outside. So I'm going to make you do the job that you do with, like, the hockey insider and everything, but you're not just hockey. So I want to know, because, man, nothing gets CJ worked up. Nothing gets him worked up more than – I can't decide if it's the Blue Jays or the Cowboys. So, what makes you most raving, lunatic, unreasonable? Me. What makes you most me? Is it the Jays or the Cowboys? It's definitely the Blue Jays. Yeah? I, like, I love the Cowboys, but it's, it's a different investment, right? 17-game regular season, and I know they're always going to lose as soon as the playoffs start. So, it's like, it's 18 games, and, and you know... 
because of the nature of my work, I might have to miss two or three. So it's it just, it's not the same as all bloody summer I'm watching the Jays and getting sucked in and getting excited and spending too much money on tickets and then watching the playoffs start and having the absolute joke of a front office pull a pitcher who's dominating a game in Minnesota, hypothetically speaking. And Allegedly. That, so the Jays drive me the most crazy. I've also, seriously, the Jays, like I loved the Jays when I was like six years old and I have got a lot of photos to prove it. And so, you know, how many things do you carry through your whole life? I guess for you, this might be Leaf fandom, but you know, the Cowboys, I kind of get into a little bit more in high school, but like the Jays was kind of my OG team too. So, and I've never, you know, it's, it's great to go to a game here. I've lived downtown Toronto the last 20 years. So, um, you know, I go to a lot of games, invest a lot of time and money and frustration. So I know, I know Drew and Stu and Jesse, they all have their get rich quick schemes. Like, do you know what I didn't mention? What? I spent about two grand on tickets the day that I thought Otani was signing with That's the Jays. That's what I was just about to oh ask you. Oh my God. So you, you dropped two grand on the Otani bump. Oh. Did you sell high? I sold one pair high on the same day. Okay. But I'm, I've still got like all these premium seats to like seven Jays games. It'll be me and, oh. it'll be me and five others there next summer. <laughs> Are you going to go to the Jays Dodgers game when he shows up? No. Games? No, more I'm one? not mad at him, honestly. Like, he, he's, he had yeah? the choice. I'm mad at the, the misreporting. That's what I'm mad at. And I don't know how that happened. I don't know if an agent screwed over the reporter or some broken telephone or what. But I got totally sucked in. And it's my job to do this stuff. I mean, not that I have any baseball-related contacts, but, man, that sucked. I feel for him, man. I feel for John Palmerosi, man. Like, that, that sucks. That's going to that's follow him for the rest of his career. Yeah, and we can all make mistakes. That was a big, bloody mistake. Like, it's our job not the to be wrong. The biggest mistake of his career. The biggest free agent in your sports history flying to a city when he's sitting with his dog in L.A. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I feel bad because definitely I've made mistakes, and I will be the first to put my hand up, and you can probably find them on the Internet right now. But I have not made that mistake. But he's not the only one who, who messed up, too. There are a lot of people spreading, like, videos of Shohei landing at the airport. Like somebody put out a tweet saying that there was like a press conference on the, like the Friday at like six. There are a lot of people who spread a lot of misinformation. Imagine Connor McDavid ever becomes a free agent. And I'm not saying he will, I have no idea. If you're reporting on that story in our sport, you would be damn sure anything you said, if you wanted to maintain your credibility was right. Because obviously if that would be a huge event in hockey if it happened. I mean, in hockey, the reality is, we all know, we don't get the best players very often becoming free agents in their prime the way Otani is. But I'm just saying, you can't, you don't want a batting average doing what we do, but you really don't want a batting average on that big of a story. It's better to be right than first. And I like John, I should be fair. Yeah, like, I yeah. actually know him personally, but I, yeah. he cost me two grand, so I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's better to be right than first. What's the closest you've ever come to an Otani on the plane moment? Oh, I want to know this. Oh, man. What do you mean? Like a story that I was going to get wrong and I somehow didn't? Or You're a, about to hit send on the tweet. And it didn't, didn't happen. Just doesn't happen. People, uh, people were wrong about the Aginla trade back in the day. For they example. were. Aaron Ward, what was your, you don't have an Aaron Ward moment. No, but you can get away with it when you're a player, right? Aaron Ward has earned his spot on those sort of panels because he played whatever, he won the Stanley Cup. Like I'm, 
I'm some dude from Coburg, man. I'm only there not to be wrong about information as much as possible. I don't remember my, the worst one. Honestly, it's like you bury that stuff away because yeah. like, that's the sort of stuff that would keep you up at night. I was wrong. This isn't even that big a deal, but I remember being gutted about it. When the pandemic hit and they were planning that 2020 tournament, I incorrectly reported that Vegas was going to be one of the cities. I had Toronto and Vegas and ended up obviously being Toronto and Edmonton. That's because it changed last minute. So it wasn't like that I was dead wrong, but I was, anyway, whatever I wrote was wrong and I hated that feeling, but that, that didn't change anyone's life, I don't think. No one spent two grand on a trip to Vegas because I did that. I think the people still love you. Yeah, well. There you go. Now, I, I had an idea, and I'm gonna, gonna put you to work, Insider. So, do you know what? What? I just thought of something, because it's All-Star related. I, probably my biggest career screw-up happened at an All-Star game. So it's not really the spirit of your question, but I just, I, I actually had a weird flashback to this last night. I don't know why. Someone was texting me about this night. So the Columbus All-Star game, have you been to Columbus, by the way? I have. Yes. Very quaint, like really nice, small, smallish downtown for a city. It, underrated. Yeah, no, it's great. Very underrated. But there's nowhere to hide, right? It's not Toronto. Like, like when the All-Star game comes there and you got whatever, 25 players, their families, the agents, team officials, yeah. reporters, like everybody was just like in a playpen together the whole time. And the night of the game, we went to this bar, I think it was called like 23 or Red 23. And all of a sudden, like someone pulls back a curtain, just like throws me in a very small room, like as small as these rooms here. And it is like all the players and in one. Like I'm talking like I, I've never been in, like obviously we're around these guys socially, but everybody was going crazy. Uh, jo actually, John and Duran was there. I think they had like a, a young stars portion of that at that time. And he literally just kept ordering beers to our table until the table was like overfilled. Like, he was just having fun with us, and we weren't saying no to his generosity. Uh, and we were there till, like, 5 a.m. Anyway, I'm not going to, because it's not a spot to, like, I don't want to put the spotlight on any particular NHL players, but it, it, was, it was wild. And so I was working at Sportsnet at the time, and for anyone who's tried to fly to Columbus from Toronto, there are not many flights. And so Sportsnet actually chartered a plane because so many, you know, behind-the-scenes people were on it, and I was, didn't show up to the bus for the chartered plane. Little, little heartbeat in the head? Dude. <laughs> and I was, I mean, not that I'm senior now, but I was a way more junior employee at this time. Like, I, I was the fourth line left winger holding up the, the, the charter bus, <laughs> essentially, and the plane. And so someone, a good friend, still a friend to this day that works there, gives me a call and I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, it's nine o'clock bus or whatever and it's 912 and my clothes are all over my room. And so I just like packed up and I had to walk on the bus like by all the bosses. And then we drive to the airport and like people board the plane and I'm like gotta walk by all the bosses to my seat. And I got a call from the big boss like an hour after we landed. And he's like, we really like you. You do a great job for us, but you don't, there, there won't be a second chance. Like if that happens again, you're done. Cool, man. Anyway, I don't know why I told that story, but <laughs> I have not missed anything since. Oh my God. My wife was in the car for this one. Um, a lot of people- Sorry if you just heard that story for the first time, Dad. No, no, no. There's, there's, there's um, a question I get often asked, and that's where did, 
where did Hockey Night in Cinema go? And this is, like, it was the live event that we used to do, uh, we used to do before COVID in the before time, in the long, long ago. And uh, it was really popular and people loved it and they showed up and it stopped on a dime. And the reason is because we were driving home from the one in London and I got a call from my boss's, 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 boss's very bald boss. Did you even have his number on your phone or was he such a big boss? It just shows up like 416. So you like, for some reason I had it. I think oh, it's because okay. I was doing the behind the scenes uh, gotcha. prep sheet yeah. for the whole company. Like I don't have the president of TSN's number in my phone. You don't? No. <laughs> well, I'll give it to you after the show. <laughs> um, and uh, it was basically, uh, so it's called Hockey Night in Cinema, huh? And they did not appreciate that one bit. And it was made very clear to me that I may or may not be unemployed if we ever did another one. So we've come up with some other names and other <laughs> ideas, and we will try those instead. Did you have other ones booked that you had to cancel? No. Okay. But we were, like, we had just done this huge one in a theater in London. We said hi to people and took pictures after for, like, over an hour. And we're like, this is incredible. We're going to do these all over the place. And that was the last one. How about you, Julian? Have you ever been fired from a job or almost fired? Or <laughs> <laughs> Any How tea awesome you want to spill? Uh, the closest story I could think of... I want to say it was like 2015. So I was probably still in school at that point. I got invited uh, to this uh, Irish society ball. This friend of mine was like the queen of the St. Patrick's I've never Day heard race. those three words in sequence. Yeah, it's really weird. But Irish my, society ball. Yeah, it's this big, it's a really big deal. It was a big deal in Montreal. And basically it's like a little ball that they have preceding the St. Patrick's Day parade where the queen of the parade is like, coronated like get a coronation all that and the were you no, trust mushrooms? me trust me trust me on this one there's a story there's a story to this um i was were there you on mushrooms <laughs> was not on shrooms i was there because the queen that year was uh like i was their date and the mayor of the city at the time denny kodak is there and like i see him i'm like oh my god like it's denny kodak like i'm taking like a photo with him and everything and in 2015 at that time that was still when people were wondering when baseball would be coming back to Montreal. So Denis obviously is like a big like advocate for baseball. He wants baseball to come back. I just go to him, I'm like, yo man, so when's, when's baseball coming back? He's all like, I'm trying to get a team in like five, 10 years. I'm like, whoa, and like me in like university, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. I'm gonna go to my friends and tweet about it. All these like TSN radio people start retweeting it. People start DMing me. Took within like five, ten minutes for Denny to be like, "Yeah, you need to take that down." Oh yeah, that was that was not good. Bosses, bosses, boss. I mean, it's the mayor of the damn city. He's got to own that, though. I mean, like, I wasn't there as a journalist. I was there as, you know, you, you didn't report a dude. it as a journalist. You, were, as a citizen of Montreal, you just threw it. Yeah, up but like, I was still putting his business out there. Like, I know now not to like put that out. There was a good lesson for me. I, that's hockey in this country, man. Like, I was doing a junior hockey show. I've told this story before. When uh, John Tavares got traded from yeah. the Oshawa Generals to the London Knights, it was my job. Who booed? <laughs> You're booing the London Knights, right? Uh, okay, just making sure. No, they're booing John Tavares. <sighs> How dare you? How dare you? That man 
Makes a lot of money. Anyway, listen. <laughs> so he gets traded, and I had written a whole script for our show. He gets traded. Crumple that up, throw it out. We're doing a whole new show. And I called everyone I could from the Oshawa Generals. Nothing. Radio silence. I called. Bye, Benji. We called everyone we could from the London Knights. No answer from anybody. On a whim, I called the mayor of Oshawa. Wow. First ring, John Gray. And he talked about what John Tavares meant to the city of Oshawa. Damn. Like, yeah, it's, that's hockey. You, Did you she confirm me. it for you then, essentially? Or, uh, or was it already confirmed? No, no, it was already confirmed, but right. like, we needed snippets. You need a reaction. Yeah, we needed did. sound bites. I ended up getting like Calvin DeHaan, who was like so depressed because he's like, well, I guess we're not winning the Mem Cup this year. And uh, I got him and I got the mayor of the city of Oshawa. That was all I was able to get. So that's, that's my big insider break there with Durham Region. I want to do something. I want to do something here. Okay. Sorry, that was a big tangent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something here. So famously, uh, a writer named Eklund, uh, an insider named Eklund, yeah. had the E5... Dwayne. Yeah, is that his name? Dwayne. I did not know that. I think, I don't know, that's probably in a folder back there. I might be wrong. I think so. I met him really? back in the day. I used to be around these events, but I haven't seen him in years. You know what he looks like? I know what he looks like. Whoa. Smart insider, man? Whoa. Whoa. What about Hockey Insider? Remember Hockey Insider? I don't know who that Real is. Real ones know who Hockey Insider is. Real ones know. No, what I'm saying is I don't know who the person is. No, I, I but know, that's it. Like, I, know, no one, I know what the account is. No one is. ever knew who that was. But I don't know like, who real was ones it. know about the lore of Hockey Insider. Well, he wasn't dedicated to the truth like Smart Insider, insider man. man. He was ready to get to the bottom of it. So there was E1 to E5. Then Smart Insider Man comes along, and he's, he's the beacon of truth. And he had Sim 1 to Sim 8. I want to ask everyone to name players, and we're going to decide whether or not they get traded on the CJ1 to CJ8 scale. Eight. I like this. Eight. It's got to be eight, because there's three more levels of truth. Right? Or do you want to do five? No, eights. I can eights. handle this scale. We're going to do eight. You're no. breaking brains up here. Yeah. Come on. So you're a reporter, too. Yeah. I'm going to give you the option. It's not like a steal, but he'll throw out a number. You can either throw out your own number, or you can just say minus one or plus one. Okay. To the scale. Do I just do it for all of them, or just like for certain ones? Certain ones. Sure. If you want to jump in. Sure. So, do we have a name? Hannafin. That's a CJ4. CJ4. Interesting. So that's about halfway. Do you want to jump in there? He's scrunching. He's thinking. I'll stay. I'll stay at four. Wow. I'll stay. Interesting. Anyone? Tyler Bertuzzi. That's a fascinating one. CJ2. CJ2, all right. A little cold on that one. David Ayers. David Ayers. CJ8. <laughs> Whoa. Love you, David. I don't know if he's here today. UC Soros. Ooh. 
CJ5. CJ5. East or West? <laughs> They're East. That's East. East. Mm. Thank you. Colton Pareko. CJ2. CJ2. Don't think he's getting traded. Jacob Chikrin. CJ6. CJ6! Brett the Hitman Hart. Mark Andre Fleury. Is Alan here? Alan is not here. Um, Give us all the levels of truth. Here, okay, here's the deal with Mark Andre Fleury. So, he what? Not hedging. It's this is why I don't know what number to assign. He wants to go somewhere where he's going to play, versus go to be the backup. And so presumably it's got to be a playoff. Like how many playoff teams are going to trade for him and play him right now? I just I don't think it's that high. It's Carolina. CJ, I'll go five. I mean Minnesota's In not general or to Carolina. No, no, sorry, general. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, they're gonna get. No, you, you, you got gave me food. You're like, I'm triangulating this. I'm like, okay, CJ five, because Minnesota's not going anywhere. His career, you know, he's year to year at this age. We're all year to year, but he's truly year to year. And I just don't know if someone's gonna need him that, that bad and want to trade for him. That's all. Especially with all those goalies available too. I mean, do you want to go for Mark Andre Fleury? Would you rather go for? I mean, Minnesota else there? traded for him under the same circumstances two years ago. Yeah. So. Uh, one, you know what? I'm going to do one. Nick Robertson. Right? It's always about the Leafs, Steve. Yeah, correct. Correct. Could be about the Peterborough Peets. Maybe I'm just really into them. Great CJ5. CJ5. Habs guy. Jake Allen. CJ7. Yeah. That guy is very quickly becoming the dragons in Game of Thrones. I'm just like, it's not... Just shit or get off the pot. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. CJ8! Let's go! CJ8. Everyone's getting into it now. Devils. John Gibson. This is a hard one. Good. Sorry to disappoint. CJ3. Ooh. Trevor Zegras. CJ1. Oh, CJ1. What? Just because he got injured. Right. Let's talk about the, Hey, if we're doing this for the draft or like the offseason, so CJ7. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch Marner. Damn. CJ0. CJ0. Zero chance they're moving this, Mitch Marner. This is just for the deadline, right? No, not at this trade. Okay, off season. Oh, I don't have a crystal ball, Steve. You don't? How because the hell do you get all your scoops? I will say this: find a dollar for every time you said you didn't have a crystal ball. I could buy you one. Well, <laughs> seriously, we spend too much time together, man. Yeah, we do. You only have no. Everybody only has so many lines, right? Yeah. Um, here's the problem. I think what happens in the playoffs matters significantly with where that goes. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. Do you? Yeah, they're going to win the cup, I think. Maybe. Maybe. 
Sean Walker. CJ7. CJ7. But save it till March 8th or we're going to be bored. <laughs> Matthew Nice. CJ0. No chance. Thank God. You can buy a Nice jersey. It's going to be safe for a couple years. Great. Pierre-Luc Dubois. No one taking that contract. <laughs> Under these circumstances. No chance. CJ0. Okay. Travis Konechny. Philly would do just about anything. Philly's kind of like the chaos agents of this deadline, I think. Aren't they still second in the division? They could do anything. And they're like selling, maybe? I don't know. I feel like John Tortorella, like there's too much talent. We, we got, I want more grunts. CJ4 for Konechny. Okay, all-star Travis Konechny. Ilya Samsonov, that's a fascinating one. CJ, he passed through waivers. Yeah. CJ won. Yeah, but then he had four good games. Oh. He's I back. I have five minutes left. I'm like, yes, you in the back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Jones, that's a really interesting one, too. CJ, three. Ooh. Not impossible, but. Okay. Boone Jenner. They don't want to trade him. That's not what I asked you. CJ5. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Five, but they don't want to trade him? Well, have you seen their record? I mean... It's, it's good. Have you That's seen, why their GM still has a job. Have you seen the, who's Prime. available in this... Like, he's in demand just because he's useful, he doesn't make too much money, and there's not a lot of players. So they're going to keep getting calls, and I mean, someone might push it over the line. Kessel oh. signing. CJ. 81. Okay. Seven. So, no, I, I do think it's, it's likely. He wants, he yeah. will play anywhere. Like, that's the difference. Chicago? Well, I don't know. Everyone might have a limit. That's, <laughs> that's somewhere. Anywhere but it's somewhere. Chicago. But he really wants to play, so I think it's likely. Loves the game. Someone in the back said TJ Brody. Traded? Yeah. Traded, yeah. CJ, three. Three. Sorry, I know you want spicy leaf steaks over here, Steve. I could just see the glint in your eye. You gave us a couple eights. Yes. Adam Henrique. CJ, eight. I'm losing Whoa. my voice. Whoa. Uh, right there. Dan Vladar. And yeah, 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 yeah. You're I in. I got you. You're I got you. Can we give this a JM? Ooh. I love the Julian scrunch. Like, he's, he's digging deep. He's thinking, like, is Craig Conroy listening to this? <laughs> I hope or he is. Or <laughs> place we are. I'll say J, JM5. JM5. I, I'll say this, because someone keeps asking for Jacob Markstrom. Oh, sorry. Unless, some, unless they get something, I would put the rating higher for Verlard than Markstrom. Jacob I do like a JM4. I'm not going to adjust his marks. I like, I like where his brain's at. Excellent. Who is calling me while I am on? I'm getting oh, texts up here too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm running late. Are we like all getting texts now? All right. One for my dad. One more Buffalo. Timothy Lilligren. Damn. Ah, CJ1. CJ1. Boys. We have taken so much of your time this weekend. You guys are absolute legends. 
Let's give a big round of applause for Julian McKenzie and Chris Johnston. Thank you. Woo. Have you had fun? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move this chair off stage. Steve, if you move over in the Dr. Evil chair, just, just one more. Okay, or I can sit in the center. Um, so I hope you guys have had a great time. Uh, guys, if we need a microphone up here, I'm just throwing it here. We have, uh, we've really enjoyed having you guys here because this is, it's been an unbelievable event to put together. And the truth about it is Steve and Jesse and I didn't do any of that. Uh, the guy that really spearheaded this for SDPN is Justin Fisher. And I want to shout him out because he did an amazing, Justin! amazing job. Um, I want to thank Robert Malloy, who's doing merch and social media. I want to thank yep. uh, uh, Maddie, who's over there too. And Maddie's going to be doing your questions because we're going to do a little press conference here. Just thought yes. that would be the fun way to wrap it up. Um, and uh, I also want to thank producer Drew, who I didn't thank last night. Hey. <laughs> but he deserved it, didn't he? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's thank him the only way we know how. Boo! Boo. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you come over to the center here a little bit. So, uh, we've got, okay, so who's heading to the All-Star Game? Because we're going to wrap this before you guys have to go. Okay, lots of people. That's good. How far over are you coming? I just wanted to... I'm just being a dick. All right. Um, now, one person that I want to shout out who is here today from our Formula One show, Nailing the Apex, is Tim Haraney. Tim! There's Tim. Yeah! So if you ever had any questions about racing a car, he's the guy to talk to today. Now, Tim, Hello. can we hear you? Hey, Tim. Hi, so, Tim, uh, there was some rather big news a day and a half ago about Lewis Hamilton. There was. Now, now Tim got a text message at 4 a.m. from one of his sources going, buckle 327. up. 327. Got it right. Jesse's got it. It's 327 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so for anybody that doesn't understand or doesn't, realize the significance of this it's you know it'd be wayne gretzky to the leafs it's michael jordan if he went to the lakers it's a big big deal yeah. why it's huge i mean he's like the biggest one of the biggest athletes on the world right right and another part of all that i mean he's a seven-time formula one world champion like he owns every single like almost every single record in the formula one record books now we need it's you incredible. to get that microphone a little closer to you because oh, so we can hear sorry, you guys. Yeah, there Is we go right. beautiful i gotta learn how to use this now thing. tim because we're all used to a salary cap world in hockey. Yeah. What's the approximate amount of money that this guy's gonna make racing for Ferrari? Yeah, approximately. That's a, that's a great question. I mean, there is like rumors floating around out there that he's gonna be making like a hundred million dollars a year. And well, that's not including like sponsorship deals. That's more than the NHL salary so, cap. Yeah. But that's the rumor. That's, <laughs> so it's not official, right? But I mean, sky's the limit, I think, when you're dealing with Ferrari. And, yeah, and they really wanted him, so they're just backing that Brinks truck up, baby. Has McDavid made a hundred mil in his career? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He signed a hundred mil deal, but he's not at the end of it. No. Wow. We really do a show about like pickleball, basically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't disrespect pickleball. Yeah. That, that's the like, elderly love it. Tim Steve, likes pickleball. That, that's actually like that's really interesting when you when we talk about salary cap and everything like that, like. What is the max like an NHL player can make? 80. Oh, the max an NHL yeah. player can make? It's like 16. No one's come close. Matthews is going to make 13 and a quarter next year. See, to me, that's like, they, he should be way, making way more than that. Oh, he should. Like way they more. Just, they just have to care and yeah. want to do that. Yeah. They have to, yeah, they have to push that. So I don't, I don't know how much overlap there is in your fandom. Do you know who Gary Bettman is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's... <laughs> Whoa! No one's on the fence. <laughs> All right, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Hey, any Gary Bettman supporters here? 
Wow. Oh, wow. I thought I'd at least get one guy who would yeah, Are you going to get one? No. I was saying oh boo-earns. Yeah. I was saying boo-earns. Uh, so, Tim. Yes. Uh, quick. Uh, just, I'm going to throw you on the spot, and then yeah. we're going to take some questions from the audience. Yeah. Who are your top three teams going into this year for anybody that has, you know, Drive to Survive's coming out soon. Tim's show is back. We're ready to go. What do we got? Who are your top three we teams this year? We may be in Drive to Survive. Oh, oh what? maybe. Tim, maybe. Tim was in Drive to Survive last year. Maybe. Yeah. So we may, may be in it again, because you were, you were filming with Zach Brown from Zach McLaren. Brown, yeah. We, yeah. Were doing a, we were doing a podcast, and the people from Drive to Survive came up, and they're like, hey, can we shoot this and mic you guys up and I'm like yeah sure go for it so it could, could be in there it may not I have no idea but yeah okay uh, top, top three teams. teams okay so coming into the season I like McLaren yeah I do I like I like what they're doing who wooed uh, who wooed yes 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 <laughs> yes yes thank you I say McLaren Red Bull Racing and Ferrari and right. maybe Mercedes like maybe Mercedes maybe we'll see Mercedes. what's going on there. and the Leafs am I right yeah and the Leafs. All right, so Maddie is going to be waking her way around with the, uh, with the microphone to do some questions. Tim Haraney, everybody, Woo! from Nailing the Apex. It's a great show, and there's not a single person in this country that is more connected to the F F1 or IndyCar paddock than this guy. He knows about this stuff before it happens. If there was a Chris Johnson of F1 in North America, that's the guy. So if you're interested, you should check it out. Now, Maddie, where are you? Raise your hand. Oh, I you're right there. Hi, Maddie. Or hey, are you going on? We're going to do some questions. Yeah, if you have a question, questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Who do you, yeah, Maddie. Listen, how do we get Maddie's attention? Can, can you? What's the best Merrick way? Malik. Ooh. Merrick Malik over here. Okay. Right, right here, Maddie. There oh, are go. we? Okay. We're a little partial <laughs> it's to the right. Rangers. He's only an Olympian. 2003-2004 Bud Light plus minus winner. Who's a legit player, Adam. I'm sorry. That's uh, I just want to say congratulations on 100K. Ah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Where is the silver button going to go? Oh yeah, because you get like a plaque for passing 100,000 on, on YouTube. Uh, like we don't, I don't think we'll put it in the studio. There's not really a place on set to put it. Yeah. Oh. oh. In the basement. In the, who just in said the, that? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, so, give it to uh, Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Marilyn doesn't need more awards. Yeah, she yeah. has enough Geminis. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be like, what is this? What is it, what is it that you do again? Um, so, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even think we got the email from YouTube about it because you get like an e a email and you get like a pin code, and I don't even think we filled it out yet. No, not yet. So. Definitely not. Yeah, no. <laughs> it probably, it literally, the fact that you said basement is kind of weird because it should go in our basement. In right. Like, the the boardroom there in the yeah, basement. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Or, or the maybe the opener. Floor? Yeah, I think yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> I lost it. There it's back. Uh, I think maybe uh, maybe at like the front door, so we could show off. We can big wheel everybody. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It'll make us more robbable. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's great. Maddie, where are you now? Who here. we got? Sorry, right. over here. Okay, who are we talking to? Oh, what's up, man? Hey. All right, here we go. This is Sam. Guys. Everybody say hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. And I remember that Pentagon Pizza first. That first Pentagon Pizza podcast episode. Jesse was just brand new. Yeah. Yeah. And I miss those hockey night cinemas. Oh, hockey night cinema we was were, good. It was actually the first one there. The first one you guys did was Mitch Marner's debut. That was the game where he scored yeah. his debut. His yeah. my parents were in the bathroom. He missed, they missed the ball, or his mom was in the bathroom. I uh, I liked getting paid too much. <laughs> we we had to stop doing them. I think we can tell the story now. 
Yeah. Oh, I did. Did you? Yeah, I think you were in there having oh, chicken Oh, okay. Fingers. I was eating wings. You How did tell very, the suing yeah, story? I, uh, I got a very big, scary call from someone who threatened a big, scary fire me. Yeah. Yeah. And then we stopped. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That's um, What's the question, Sam? So my question is about Austin Matthews and potentially being the captain. Mm -hmm. When do you guys think it's happening? Because I remember last year you guys were talking about when he signs his extension, he'll get the C. But do you think the Leafs were just too afraid to strip the C from Tavares? I don't think they're afraid. I, 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 I've been on the Austin Matthews should have been captain last year. I said it. Um, and I think you've seen it work in San Jose. San Jose's the, I think the, I mean, that's a team that should have won the cup. Never did, but they had great players. You had Pavelski, you had Thornton, you had Marlowe. Uh, all those guys could have been captain. Brent Burns, uh, Mark Edward Vlasic had his time. Like they were, they were a fantastic team. I think what happens, my personal opinion this summer is that um, Austin becomes captain. Uh, John gets the assistant, and I think it is a passing of the torch. We're going into John Tavares' last year. He's been a great captain. He really has, right? He's yeah. been a great captain. But it's weird when you see, so the Leafs posted a picture on Instagram last night, and I think it was, it was McDavid's jersey, it was somebody else, uh, and then it was Matthews, and the only one without the C is Matthews. And it was McKinnon, yeah. So, so I'm like, you know, I think it's time. This is his team. And I, I just, I feel like, Taking the C away from John Tavares, I don't think that's going to bug him. You want to know how to do it? How do you do it? Because you said stripped. Like, I don't think it's stripped. You want it to be a passing of the torch. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not mistaken, last year is the last year of Tavares' deal, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's got one year left. That means he can sign an extension a year out, which I believe is July 1st of this year. Correct. At some point this offseason, before the season begins you can announce on the same day a John Tavares extension and he can issue some sort of release, record a video, whatever it is. Oh, I hope he records a video. Handing this... Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We got it. I'm really excited. I'm just it's, sitting here sorry. with my, my... What's his cake thing? His, uh, his, it's kale? His, no, he's got a keg of what? He's a uh, kombucha. Oh, I'm Adam. just here with my kombucha keg at the Tacotage. Get it right. What's, what's your memory and Etch-a-Sketch? <laughs> so, um, it's been an honor to be the captain of your Toronto Maple Leafs, John Tavares. I'm still going to be John Tavares, but I will no longer be the captain of your Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm still staying here on the Toronto Maple Leafs, though, but I'm handing the C over to Austin. Austin, take it away. And then he flies in his hair and... <laughs> dangly earring blowing in the wind <laughs> and he dons his new C jersey and, and and John's the one that helps it on like helps him put it on or something like that he, no he just awkwardly walks off stage and shovels his driveway <laughs> okay alright Jess am I wrong for thinking that Austin Matthews hasn't earned the right to be captain yes. yet like I don't think he's done anything what, what do you want to see then what do you want to see yeah boo this man I, th I don't think captain is just you're the best player on the team. Like you don't, you don't just become captain because you're the most skilled player. I think when they gave John Tavares the captaincy, Austin Matthews was coming off of a month where he had a scandal in Arizona. He didn't Buttgate. and he didn't tell the president of the organization that this was coming down. And he didn't earn the captaincy there. And in that time on the ice, they haven't won much. And when they did win, John Tavares scored the OT goal. And uh, what Austin Matthews has done is individual accomplishments, but I haven't heard the like, locker room talk about him being the leader or anything in that regard. And I think they still all looked at JT as their dad. 
You know, and I think the dad in the room should be the captain. All right. So until John Tavares decides to take a step back from that role on the team, which I think should be his decision, I don't think you just give it to Austin because he's the best player. Thank you for your kind words, Jesse Blake. I appreciate that, and I will stay the captain of your Toronto Maple Leafs for as long as I can. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. <laughs> Maddie, who do we have? All right, Adam, we got another Adam over here. Oh, great name. Great name. Adam, what's going on? Great Stupid. name, too, bud. Um, with the Nations Tournament, do you think they should limit each roster to 15 and then draft the remaining countries like players? <laughs> so you can have like Dreisaitl, uh, Pasternak playing, all these guys from Germany playing as well. So you can have like Stutzla, Matthews, and uh, Tachuk, or even uh, Dreisaitl. Uh, yeah. McDavid, or, that sorry. is a sick idea. It's a sick idea. There's one hitch in the giddy up that we got to figure out. Well, that's always that's it's always there. I yeah. love that you said Gary Bettman and not what jersey do they wear? Right, like, they're playing for that team, right? I know, but I don't think that Leon oh, Draisaitl is like, man, I can't wait to put on a Finland jersey. He's can right, no, right. he's Canada now. Yeah, he's can yeah, no, he's, he's Canadian. He's Canada now. Yeah. We took. It's like he got. And then if you get hit into the boards, like hit into the bench during the tournament, then you got to play for that country. <laughs> but you got to like sing the anthem, sign the papers, and then yeah. you can join in like the next period. Yeah. Something I think like this is, Adam, I think it's a good question. You want to get the stars involved. It's weird that the Germans especially and the Czechs won't be involved. But I, I do think that you, if you're putting on your country's jersey, you got to be from that country. Yeah. You just do. Yeah, Would a team of everybody else be the favorite to win? So if you had a fifth team of everybody else who's not in the four countries, do you think they would be the favorite? So you got, you'd have Russia, you'd have Czech, you'd have uh, Germany. Germany. I mean, yeah, I think they're pretty good. I don't know if they're going to be favored over... The United States' goaltending and goal scoring are crazy. Yeah. Russian goaltending is very good. Yeah. But the thing is, like, and like I said earlier, there's no way... Like, this is all fantasy... Because there's no way that Russians are going to be allowed to participate. Otherwise, Sweden and Finland said, we're out. We're not doing it. So um, if, if that team were to come together, the goaltending for Russia would be great. The crazy per 60 with Malkin and Kucherov on the same roster would be crazy and awesome. They were the favorites to win, and then they both decided to decapitate people. Yeah. It was <laughs> Just like, a meltdown. They on the, themselves. Yeah. They're, lun they're lunatics. It's, it's, it's a shame they won't be involved. It really is. It really is. You know, it's funny. Russian goaltending used to be an insult. They used to have Nikolai Habibulin, and that's it, yeah. pretty much. And then, like, Nabokov and a few guys started to show up. But there, there wasn't really anyone, and now it's the factory. Like, every, every six, seven years, they change who the factory was. It, it was Finland. Now it's Russia. It'd be nice if it was Canada again soon. <laughs> uh, but it's not. Like, within the year. Within um, the year. Maddie, where are you now? Over here. Are you okay, over on the, on the left here. Okay, we have Miranda here. Go for it. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Have y'all been watching watch PWHL? And if so, who's your pick to win? Woo! Not the Isabel Cup. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they know yet. But who's your pick? Who's the pick to win? Yeah. Oh, like, man. I don't know if it's the Isabel Cup still, because that so, was a different have you, So the, this, I didn't know about this rule until recently. Uh, and I think it was a Kyle Cushman that was tweeting about it. But like mid-season, they can just cut a bunch of people and sign a bunch of new ones. So what makes the PWHL interesting is like, oh, you sign this contract, but if you don't perform, there's an out clause mid midway through the year. And that makes things scary for the players. And I understand that's not, that's, you know, that's in the league's favor. It's not great. But it's yeah. also 
from a fan perspective, kind of sick, right? Like you get, it's like, it's a complete, you could have somebody come in and absolutely shock you. So it's pretty early, I think, to make that call. I, I, I don't actually have an answer. I, I want to see how that plays out. I said this in a video recently, but for, for a new league, when you have a bunch of new teams that have never played together, it's hard to pick the favorite. You know, Toronto's in last right now, and they, they've struggled, but they've also beat some, they've also been in games with Minnesota and Montreal, who are the two top teams right now. And so when you look at it, it's kind of like, how can you really decipher who's going to be the best? But with all that being said, how do you cheer against or not pick MPP? Like, Montreal yeah. Yeah. is going to win because they yeah. have Marie-Philippe Poulet. <laughs> yes. And yeah. that not how it works in women's hockey? My, my favorite thing was the reaction to the first games, and everyone was just like, I guess they can hit, question mark? And they're just demolishing each other. MPP uh, took a pretty bad one a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, listen, on the show, you've heard me bet against people and be wrong over and over and over again, Boston. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to learn my lesson there. I'm not going to do that MPP until someone yeah. takes that crown off of her. And it might be Hillary Knight with Boston, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Hillary Heisey. Yeah. yeah. We gotta I wasn't up. a fan. I'll be honest. I was not a fan of the, the Toronto draft. I don't think they did a very, I wasn't, I was, you know what? I like you, you uh, no disrespect to the players that they took, but I thought I'm like, are we drafting for Toronto or are we drafting to be the best? And I, the other teams seem to draft to be the best. Can I be the encouraging parent? Please do. You know what? There's not that many teams, and everyone's still in it. Yeah. I think they can still do it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Maddie? All right. What's your name? Reese. Reese. Okay, go for it. Um, when Joseph Wall comes back, which goalie do you think is going to be out of the loop? And uh, who do you think is going to be the starter? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh... Uh, what a great problem to have, right? We didn't have this problem a moment ago. We had, remember the conversation was who should they play, Dennis Hildeby or Keith Petruzzelli? That was a conversation for a little bit, and it wasn't a good one. It wasn't one that I enjoyed, and it was one based in anxiety, and that's why I got asked it every LFR, every single video. Um, listen, Sammy has gotten his job back, and he's gotten it back with authority. The leash will be short, um, but we have some time here. Trade deadline's not for something like five weeks. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, they can carry three. I think they're going to try it for a little bit. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them carry three. But when push comes to shove and Joseph Wool is back, I think it'll be Martin Jones and they'll just take their chances. Can I, can I be an absolute lunatic for a second? Because when we did the... Always! Uh, when you we usually the, don't ask permission. When we did the, uh, the, the, the experts panel, one of the things that they said, and I, don't know, I know you guys were back, wasn't sure if you heard it all, but they said goaltending at this trade deadline actually could be something that, that you know, there's a potential... What if UC Saros moves? What if Marc-Andre Fleury moves? That sort of thing. Um, the Leafs don't have any second-round picks. The Leafs don't have a whole lot. They're, they're, I think they're the 28th ranked farm system out of 32, according to Scott Wheeler today. Um, so is Martin Jones a trade chip? Well, it, like, because he played really well. And if yeah. you're Carolina, you don't have to give up too much, but it's something, right? Listen, I know we all want them to get, uh, like, Chris Tanev and, I don't know, Connor McDavid. I don't think anybody cool. wants Chris Tanev. No? No, who wants Chris Tanev? 
Yeah. Wow, wow, is there a lot of booze for Chris Tan? You know what? They're not buying the Flames propaganda, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, but this is, it's really interesting. You have a lot of teams. I like the rumors that I'm hearing about the Flyers because they're probably overachieving. Like, we probably, I don't remember what we said in the preseason videos. We probably had them seventh or eighth in the division. Yep. Right? And here they are. They have a really good shot at the playoffs. Who knows if they'll fall out of it. But all their rumors are about selling because they have a process that they want to go through, right? Like they have a vision for when they're going to contend. They also had that crazy Tory Krug deal that didn't happen. And I'm not totally sure they think, I mean, even though they're doing well, they don't think they're a contender. So... With the Leafs having done all these moves over the last few years, they emptied the cupboard. There was the Nick Foligno deal that Adam loved very no, it's much. That's a great deal. Um, great deal. And the not Taylor Hall deal, which that deal great also deal. was. Yeah. Um, this would not be the worst year to do a little bit of buying and selling. Um, so if you have this extra goalie, what are you going to do? Lose them on waivers, or are you going to call up the many teams who need a guy? Martin Jones isn't making it to Carolina. No. Do you call up Carolina? Um, you know, does Edmonton, are they satisfied with Calvin Pickard? You could, I'm sure there's other teams out there that could use a goalie uh, to tend the goal. Um, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be the worst year to do a little bit of buying and selling. Okay. Justin is, how much time do we have left? We got a wrap? We got a wrap. We got a wrap. All right. I just want to bring everybody out from uh, SDPN who came out. So I just want to bring everybody up on stage. And before you do that, if you want to stick around and watch the All-Star game, they're playing it on all the TVs yeah. and everything, you can hang out here and watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah get the hell out of here. No, <laughs> get it. just kidding. Um, all right, so we're going to bring everybody out, everybody who's still left, all the journalists left because they have serious journalist jobs. Ooh. But I just wanted to thank everybody who's coming up on stage here for an amazing time. Yeah, give me yeah, fist pump, Mom. Oh, you guys are – Chris and Julian are still here. <laughs> so, and we wanted to say thank you to you. This was a crazy weekend. We were not expecting to sell this many tickets. So thank you for being here. And we'll see you tonight at Isabel's. Let's party. Woo!